0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter. That is Connor, and we are going to talk about the Twilight Zone, the 2019 reboot of the Twilight Zone. This is season one, episode five. It's called A Wunderkind, So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, this one stars John Cho and a young, uh would just face, Jacob Tremblay from Room, yep. uh, who who's aged considerably. I mean, he's still a little kid, but
1: he's you know he went from five to ten. <laughs> you yeah. Know. He, he For some reason, though, he looks younger than he did in uh, Predator. You think? Yeah, he does to me, at least.
0: Uh eh, maybe, maybe it was just
1: the way he was acting. Maybe it was just performance. Yeah, it could be. Because
0: yeah. he, he was intentionally sounding really kiddie for a lot of this. Yeah, it's true. Um, I was getting this weird insight into, like, you know, the modern child in this episode because he was like, well, I started a YouTube channel and I started blogging about Minecraft, but that's for little kids, so I started vlogging about uh, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite
1: instead. And I'm like... Oh God! I hate children. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I 100% agree with that. Uh at least the vlog about cool games. But get I don't know. Killing zombies. You, you say or something. that, but Fortnite was cool. Was it? Techni- well, yeah. I mean, it was like one of the most played games on the planet. That, if, that's that, kind that of did... the definition of cool. What is that? Successful does not mean cool. I I'm not going to subscribe to this. It was played by literally millions of very, very not Not to
0: go all hipster, are you? But there's a threshold of success that once you have passed it, you've stopped being
1: cool and you're just the mainstream thing. No, I disagree with that. Mainstream can be, usually is, cool. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with this. That's usually why it's mainstream. Right. Well, Minecraft
0: was never cool, but I was—I misspoke there. Fortnite was never cool. I—I—I I, I will fight anyone on this. It's always looked like shit. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you never touched it. I've seen it played though. I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The art style does nothing for me. I don't know. I look at it and I'm like,
1: eh. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. And like it's only At least it has an art style though. <laughs> was that a thing at battlegrounds or probably... <laughs> PUBG? Yeah. Uh, PUBG. But player on those battlegrounds because. Yeah. Yeah. They have to have a whole title anyway. The yeah. point is a little bit yeah. So so the plot of this episode is that Judge Show plays, plays plays Ralph and he he is a campaign manager and he tries to get some actor who I know from other things reelected as president and they say he's the worst president and like or the least popular president in history and I thought oh he's representing Trump then and then as the episode on I went no 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 the kid represents Trump. Mm. <laughs> because what this is, is that he sees this kid doing vlogs saying he wants to run for president and then actually has him run for president and then the story's really about well, maybe we shouldn't have elected 11 year old to office because he'll act like a 11 an year old and it won't go very well. The, look for, for as much as we said the last episode we couldn't figure out what it was trying to say this one is so on the nose it's so it's, blatant,
1: it's so in your face It's the complete opposite to a fault to a fault. Like, no, I agree. This is not it, a good episode like, either. But <laughs> This is this is com- this is is not an episode. This is a, hey, Trump's kind of shit, right? That's all this is. Do you know what my problem with this episode is, though? Is that <laughs> this is, much like the first
0: one, The Comedian, I can actually see this working as a classic Twilight Zone episode if it was 25 minutes. I can see the the very quick setup of the ridiculous like premise of oh we're going to have an 11 year old run for president he becomes president right ad break in the middle he comes back and then the last half is how awful he is and then the main character realizing oh shit I made a huge mistake you know he's Joe from Arrested Development he's he's yeah he's made a blunder right because the final moment in this episode before it cuts to John Peel doing his, his 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 narration at the end is. He you know, all episodes he's on an operating table. Right, he keeps cutting back to him on an operating table as if he's remembering the past couple of years as he's waiting for surgery. And at the end of the episode, the twist is is that the doctor's a child as well because the president has made it illegal for anyone over a certain age to be a doctor. And Okay, that's uh, in concept. I have no problem with this if you set this up well enough, where it's an actual a little fun twist. Where hey, the thing you put in charge is the result of your demise, which is kind of ultimately what it is anyway, right? Yeah. The problem is, is that the whole the, the whole line about you know no one over a certain age is allowed to be a doctor was just a throwaway line and a list of about ten ridiculous things that he said at one point in the episode that has
1: no impact or landing at the end. In its defense, it okay. came up twice. Okay. The problem is, the phrase, and, and the exact quote was, no old doctors. I thought he meant, like, no one over, like, you know, 70. or That's 60, what I thought whatever. He meant. Like, yeah. not
0: no one over 18. Well I, well, I don't think he meant 70. I, I thought he meant, like, no
1: one over middle-aged. Sure. You know, That's what I thought whatever. he meant. Like, right. I thought, well, you can still have someone, you know, in their you know, mid-20s who's qualified. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be fresh, but they'll be qualified. They'll be fresh, but yeah. they'll have gone to school. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's, you know. no, well, mid
0: twenties maybe pushing. I think late twenties is maybe the earliest you can be a fully practicing. Um, I, I don't know. Medical doctor. I, I think. I, I think because you got pre-med then you got actual like your postgrad, and all. I, I feel like by the time you're actually ready to be practicing, it's murky because sure. I, I think you do a lot of things where you, you'll be like kind of operating at like a med school. You'll be
1: yeah. You'll you'll be there and you'll be doing a um, what's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for placement. Yeah, yeah, a placement at uh, a hospital, usually. Yeah, so. so there's
0: a murky transitional period where you're still technically learning, but, yeah, like, I think by the time you're completely on your own and you can practice as a yeah, medical you doctor... Ca- you're kind of learning on the job for a while, though, aren't yeah. you?
1: Yeah. I think by that point, you're probably in your late 20s, I think at the earliest. Sure. I I'm, I'm, i don't know the specifics of how long exactly it takes And, it,
0: to and it wouldn't surprise me if, okay, it's possible by that age, but most people are probably already hit 30 by the time they're... Sure. You know, I could see that being a thing. I mean clearly neither of us trained to be doctors we were just ballparking this the point is is that we didn't expect a 12 year old to be <laughs> to be the physician at the end. no no we didn't it, it had this effect where because like it was such a sort of obvious little thing that we're going to do that when it cut to jordan peele talking i went oh wait this is the ending okay <laughs> like yeah. it didn't have an impact on me i was like oh this is oh this is the end okay and i think part of the problem is is that it spent so so much time like coming back and forth to him sitting on the operating table it's once again the problem the episode's too long if this was a, a quick 25 minute thing well they set it up and then paid it off you know five ten minutes later it might have worked better it might have had more i, I don't punch. think you
1: need any of the uh, you know the, the structure points of, of it being flashbacks and and mm. seeing him on the operating table just, just to start on the, the end evening. maybe yeah i, I don't even think you need any of that i think just you know you you just don't do the start. Just play through it naturally. Mm. and Don't have it being like he's remembering no, actually, have
0: it the story. I, I agree, because it, it makes the operating table bit seem a bit more important. Because uh, when it gets to the event that actually puts him in the operating table,
1: I again felt like, oh, wait, this is what it was building up to this whole time? It was just this? Yeah, whereas if it didn't have the operating table, you weren't waiting for something. Yeah. It might have played as a bit of a surprise as going, wait, what just happened? And then he's on the operating table and, it, you know, I don't know that might I think that would have played better, yeah, probably, probably um I mean it is better than
0: last week's, but by a reasonable amount and probably probably better
1: than it's it's better in the sense just on a technical level, the script works it it, <laughs> it introduces all its elements and does things with most of them. I will say it makes
0: sense. I don't know if I would go as far as to say it works. and By that, I mean, I think working also means that
1: it has to actually have an effect on the viewer. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I didn't mean... It. I, I meant literally it functions in a purely technical level. It's coherent. Like...
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. But I don't think it actually is effective in actually getting anything out of the viewer, all in a couple of chuckles at a couple of points. Um, because there's a point where it gets to where... You know, he's in an office and he's making all these demands. He's demanding free video games for everyone in the country. And, you know, John Cho's starting to be like, hey, maybe we should tell him we can't do this. There's, there's those rules to this. And the parallels become very apparent very quickly. And then it goes on for another 10, 15 minutes of more and more ridiculous demands. And I'm like, I got the point. I got the point yeah. 10 minutes ago. You didn't have to yeah. keep,
1: you know, belaboring it, which was kind of the problem the first episode of The Comedian. It was. It is. I, I think, get the point I this is, already. I think this is worse than The Comedian, though, in the sense that. At least that was enjoyable for most of its episode in its own right. You know, it had problems. Uh, you know, but this here, uh, it never felt like it was actually trying to be a story. It never felt like it was trying to be an episode of TV. It was just here's the message. That's all it ever was. It never tried to be anything more than that. Yeah, it failed to give the main character any kind
0: of arc because the ending's supposed to be hey. You did this purely to advance your career, and now you've created a problem. But I never really felt like there was much of an arc where he realized this or understood or like or or even just give him enough time to actually make it more of an actual arc. It it felt just like he was there to get the the point across, and that was no. About
1: it. I'll tell you what the problem is. It murkies uh-huh. it up because it's supposed to be he does this to advance his career, and you know, and he's an opportunist. He sees what he can get out of it, and then it comes back to bite him in the ass. But it doesn't because it gets to this point where, as he says, he's believing his own line, right? You know, he's mm. he's, he's, he's buying in. And the fact that he buys in doesn't, it, it stops him being, you know, just an opportunist. Uh, it, it makes him complicit so that by the time he's regretting it, he hasn't actually advanced his career. He's still working for the same people. He's not making all this more money doing the other jobs like, mm. you know, like his partner has got off to do. So, when he gets his comeuppance for finally having a backbone and going, hang on, maybe what I did was wrong.
0: The, the problem is, though, is that there's no there's, there's no real kind of element to the, the story where you feel like he truly regrets it, so it's kind of becomes something of a redemption, or at least he wants to redeem himself. Like, it never feels like that. It just kind of feels like, oh, shit, we may, I may have created a problem, but there's never any kind of genuine remorse. It doesn't feel that way, anyway. No, no, it doesn't. Um... And I don't know. It, like again, it functions. It's probably the second worst episode, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Like I think last week's was the worst one. But, oh yeah, yeah. But at least the other ones. Well, they all have problems. I think you know, replay uh, had some genuine, well directed tension. Had a great message, even if it went really off the rails with it in the last, you know, chunk of it. I think again, good tension in the you know, thirty thousand you know, nightmare at thirty thousand feet. The best
1: paced episode.
0: Probably the best-paced episode, and I mean, I'll, I'll say this for this one: it was only forty minutes, versus like some of them have been like fifty, fifty-five. So I at least appreciate that it didn't drag it out even longer. Yeah, yeah. it's Still, you know, good fifteen minutes too long, but. It like, is, but yeah, but at least it didn't. You know, oh we can put this an hour. We can put in more stuff, and yeah, that's true. Over else, yeah, you got Alison Tolman in there, who's basically just kind of the the straight man, kind of reacting to all the crazy crap that chose just kind of away wasted. With. Yeah, she's wasted. Yeah, there's there's not really anything for her to do. Um, it, nah frustrating this reboot is has
1: has I, not been great I think I'm done you think you're done? do you like watching anymore? no we've got half the season now mm-hmm. and it has gotten worse since the start <laughs> and we didn't really like the start that much <laughs> no no is this true? And, and I know I know you guys I thought there could be a gem in there but there could be I don't think I'm willing to wade through all of this shite for maybe one gem <laughs> somewhere.
0: Um, I'm I'm willing to keep seeing if it's if if anything at this point, I'm just I want to keep seeing how they how they mess every story up because <laughs> because like almost everyone's had potential, almost everyone's been like, no, there's a core thing here that 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 could be a great episode. I can see where the the emotional beats are where the satirical beats are coming from. Um, and then they just don't do any of it. And they, Yeah, they just don't do it. I, I genuinely think the writers on this show are bad writers. At least whoever's running it, whoever's like you know in charge of the writing. If there, if there is someone in charge, I mean, I don't know how this one works because it's not a serialized show. I don't know if
1: there's like a writer's room or if it's just guest writers for each episode. Or... Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I would I no suspect idea. the latter. With maybe a... Uh, you know, a couple of producer-writers to, to give approval. but Yeah. I, I would assume mainly just guest writers. Wait a minute. You're checking.
0: Well, it was written by Andrew Guest, but, hold on, developed by Simon Kinberg. Is that someone... Yeah. That sounds like a familiar name. Uh, X-Men. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. We'll from keep... the newer X-Men films, I believe.
0: you know not thinking... Of... I oh, no, you're right, you're right.
1: Yeah. Wrote and directed Dark Phoenix, which is not looking oh, too hot. Oh, surely. <laughs> well, did he write and direct all of it? Maybe the first attempt. Oh, sure. I mean, but he did write Apocalypse as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm not letting him off. I, I, I knew I knew him from X-Men. I mean,
0: he he, he he, he, has written... He has written the, I think, very mediocre Sherlock Holmes movie, you know, with Downey Jr. and Jude Law. I
1: liked that. Not necessarily because of the script. He wrote Fan Stick. Yeah, that's not a great endorsement for him. <laughs> he wrote Jumper.
0: Yep. He wrote Mister and Mrs. Smith. Okay. And he wrote. Uh... <laughs> he wrote X Men: The
1: Last Stand as well. What the hell? Why did they bring him back?
0: He also He's wrote Triple X Two: The Next Level, which I've never seen, but it looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so although he also worked on a lot of episodes of Star Wars Rebels apparently, just having a glance there.
1: Oh uh, no, he was a producer, yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think he ever wrote anything. Uh he, he was he that, was a producer that,
0: He wrote two episodes.
1: How did he write two episodes? Which ones?
0: Oh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't tell you the names? Well sorry. he just lists everything he's he's list, he's listed his creator and everything. So he's just, he just lists all the episodes. Ah, right, okay, if I if awesome. I scroll down, I mean, oh he did Family Reunion and Farewell, twenty eighteen. He wrote that one.
1: Okay, well, And he, and he wrote
0: episodes, Twilight of the Apocalypse, twenty sixteen. So,
1: oh, there's more uh, than two here. He's, he's written like five or six. Uh, fair enough. Um, spread out, I spread I know in the first season, I think he was a co-showrunner. Okay. Um. Uh. With uh, with a couple of others, obviously, and then uh, it got taken over by just Felony going forward. Um, Andrew Guest, who wrote this specific episode.
0: Uh, Mostly TV work. Some of it, very... So, he's done a bunch of episodes of Brilliant Nine-Nine, a bunch of episodes of Community, which I like. Oh, Suburgatory, which was a decent comedy. Um, Mostly sitcom stuff, though, notably. It's so, all comedies. Yeah, I was just thinking, that's, that's pretty telling.
1: Yeah.
0: Episode of 30 Rock, episode of... Some episodes of... Uh... Ma-
1: maybe knocking him down to 25 minutes would have been more in his wheelhouse. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah,
0: but Maybe, maybe...
1: I have to wonder how this show's working. Though. Did 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 he
0: develop the idea from scratch and write it, or was he given the the premise and told to go off and write a script on it?
1: Like, I I don't know actually. Yeah, uh, are people pitching, going, "Hey, I got an idea. Oh, here's a script." Yeah,
0: the producers like giving all the ideas out to the writers or what? Like, how's this how's this function on this show? It's hard. It's hard to know. I have no idea how an anthology works in that sense. But, yeah. Uh and it's entirely possible that different anthologies have handled that completely different ways because oh, obviously the original Twilight Zone, Rod Serling wrote like
1: At least half of them, right? Yeah, it was
0: like sixty, seventy percent of the episodes were him. Out of a hundred and like fifty or whatever it was. Yeah. So uh so he did a lot of it and then there was like maybe
1: another couple of regular writers who did a lot of episodes. So Alternatively, very much on this I'm assuming Peel has written none of them. I don't think Peel's done any of them. No, be bit, so. I'm pretty
0: sure the episodes if he did them would be better. <laughs> uh, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Because he, he has proven himself for the most part, and it's not so much that I don't have any faults with his work, um, but you know, everything he's done is head and shoulders above er- absolutely everything in this show. Relatively low bar, um but yeah. Well sure. <laughs> it's not his fault the bar's solo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, oh, just just because you say the Godfather's better than Sharknado, it's not Godfather's fault that Sharknado's bars that
1: low. It's still above it. <laughs> not gonna lie, I think I'd rather watch Sharknado. If you put them right in front of me and go, right, pick one right now. Now, nah, see, see if you'd said something like the Pet
0: or Invisible Maniac, I'd be like, yeah, because that's like proper fun and bad. The problem with Sharknado is is that it wants to be a so bad it's good movie, and when they actually intentionally do that, it's never as good. It, it's, it always it's feels funny.
1: No, I'm with you, but. If you put on both in front of me right now and go, right, this moment you have to put one of them on, I'm going with Sharknado. And only because it's half the length. Not even that. I, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just an easy watch. <laughs> oh, I hope you get shit for this in the
0: comments. It was funny, actually. We got a comment on, I think it was an episode of the OA uh, just today.
1: They're telling me my taste was awful in something.
0: No, no. It was just Connor. Cheer up, please. <laughs> and it really made me laugh i love that it was just it doesn't it didn't seem sarcastic it didn't seem like elsewhere it it was just genuine connor please cheer up
1: i'm at my happiest when i'm angry
0: (laughs) uh which is why you know this this show can't be that good because we're both i'm also being because i i try (laughs) to be positive for as long as i can (laughs) be yeah there's usually a balance I, I try my best you know i was trying to be optimistic in the first couple of episodes i, I was d- doing what i could and then last week broke me last week was like no nah, this was up just this was just garbage we're like what, what are we doing
1: i feel like you know it's telling that we're maybe you know 20 odd minutes into this discussion i think only about half of it was actually about this episode <laughs> the rest has just been <laughs> random bullshit that we'd rather be talking about <sighs>
0: I mean, what's the, what's the talk about? I mean, I it no, really,
1: because it's so surface level. Like, you know, last week we said, I don't have anything to say because it's a mess and I don't understand it. This one is so surface level that, yes, it's Trump. I get it. I've got nothing more to say.
0: I did enjoy the scene where Jacob Tremblay broke down and started crying because he was, he was on a it was a tax debate. <laughs> they were de- debating taxes and he didn't understand it and he just started crying. And I thought that was really funny. And his mother has to come on and, like, pick him up
1: and take him off TV. Yeah, sure. I'll give you that. I enjoyed that. Scene. Yeah, there's not like it's not like this is all awful scenes because like I said you can you can probably edit this down. Joe,
0: do Joe, do you know the problem is the, the the part of the problem is, is there's several scenes in this which are entertaining on their own, and if they were just like a skit on Saturday Night Live, they'd be. Great. They'd be perfect. Yeah. Like the yeah, this, right. this scene where he goes out the Oval Office and he starts making demands and he's got a basketball hoop and he's demanding, like, you know, he's like picking from the dog and he's demanding ice cream and whatever. That's a skit on
1: Saturday Night Live and it works perfectly fine as that. Yeah. You're right. It's a, it's a three minute skit turned into a 40 minute episode. <laughs> it kind of is. It feels that way. Um...
0: <laughs> oh. should, have, should have dubbed over with Alec Baldwin doing his impression. Ah, oh, that would have been good. Should have been Trembley's voice. It should have been Alec Baldwin doing his Trump I'd impression been, That would have been
1: so much better. Oh <laughs>
0: uh, dear. Um, yeah, uh, this is this has been a rough, rough reboot. Um, I will promise the audience there'll be some kind of review next week for episode
1: six. Although it seeming very lately like that Connor will not be on. <laughs> Yeah, unless unless for some reason next week I'm like, Do you know what, screw it, I'm ready to be angry. <laughs> well, whether I tackle it solo or get someone to fill in, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, but I, I cannot because it's a space one. It's set, it's on a space ship or station, which I guess is though, because I was, I was going to say, you know, every single episode has been set in basically now. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, and. To, to you know, it's 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 kinda of dragging it down, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it, you're being ultra current, but it can be variety. To be fair, having
0: having watched about and then you know, reviewing the original series of we've done about nine episodes recording wise so far, I think only one or two of them haven't been set in present day for the time. So it's not it wasn't like that's uh the ratio's
1: off. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Um oh, it was a great episode with uh so they imprison people on an asteroid to live on their own, and he gets he gets a a a robot lady as a sort of like gift because he's going mad with loneliness, and it never makes any sex jokes. But I'm like, yeah, it's only because it's 1959. You can't be cracking sex jokes See, on TV.
1: At first, you say, oh, they imprison these people on an asteroid. I thought, is is it, is it Lord of the Flies? No, just one person. It's like literally and then, one person. And then, right, but then okay, then I realise, okay, one person. Sure. Oh, that was, that
0: was a great episode. It's a great episode. And he, he becomes really attached to his robot. Uh, it's like very clear. It's like the it's 1959, and they can't see it on TV, but you know he's screwing that robot off camera. <laughs> he's so doing it. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah, this was this was a <laughs> This was a rough episode. And it's, again it's not it's not unpleasurable to watch it, it, it completely it's not like there's not good things happening that there's not good actors doing fun things at times the problem is that the writing is just not there and it hasn't been there all season there's not been a single episode that hasn't been i mean it's good up
1: to a point but this or the idea is good but this i'd, I'd almost be like refreshed if the acting was shite but the script was really good yeah, that, that'd so be preferable at, least, at this point. At least I'd be like, well, maybe there's a chance for some combination of, of the good things yeah. somewhere. Maybe down the line we'll, we'll hit that, that perfect combo. Of yeah.
0: yeah. The good things all lining up. But... yeah, Nope, rating sucks, so... Let, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. You can like and subscribe uh, and all that jazz. and You can you can get us on the Patreon at patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as a dollar per month. And you get some bonuses, get some stuff early uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So go we'll have a look-see at that. Uh, get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. And I mentioned the, the classic Twilight Zone reviews that I do with Tara. You can check out those. There's about... Five or six of them up now, and uh, for everyone, you get those a week early on Patreon if you're on there for a dollar or more. So um, go go check out that. Um, but that is that is us. So thank you once again for watching, and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys, in the twilight zone.